the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every day. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. This is Pastor John Allworth coming to you live from the KKHT studios here in cold Houston, Texas. I hope you're staying warm out there. It is really cold. My goodness. I think it was 80 yesterday or the day before, and now all of a sudden we've got this cold front. But God is good, and he's good all the time. So listen, um, if you're listening to this program, you're saying, well, I don't need to listen to a recovery radio show. Did you know that the walk of recovery, if it's done the right way, if it's done through a relationship with Jesus Christ, mirrors our Christian walk? So these principles that we talk about on Recovery Radio, they always apply to everyone out there because the truth of the matter is Jesus said we would always go through trials and tribulations in this life. And, and you know, you don't have to live very long to know that that's true. We all have challenges and we all have disappointments and people disappoint us and, you know, we relationships sever or we're going through a divorce or we've done something that, you know, we're convicted about and uh, we lose a job. You know, we're, we're always struggling through this life on this earth. And there's one person there's is that's Jesus Christ that can, that can give us the tools that we need to get through. And the same thing is true in recovery. You know, it's a relationship with Jesus Christ that truly get people to recover. This show is about hope. And, you know, even if you th- you're saying, no, nah, I don't know if I buy that, uh, Pastor John, but, um, you know, you know somebody, you've got a family member, you've got a coworker, you've got somebody you grew up with that is under the bondage of addiction, and, and we all need help. And it's, you know, God does want us all to come out, walk out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. He wants to pull us out of the darkness and into his marvelous light. So what we do on this show, if you're new, is that we have guests many, many weeks uh, people that are doing kingdom work, that are doing faith-based work, uh, that it might be in addiction recovery, it might be in prisons, it might be in prison transition, uh, people back into society, uh, it might be in uh, the high school that we have here that helps teens that have had drug problems. We have those kinds of guests so that people know where to get help. Because the truth of the matter is, you might be sitting out there saying, well, I don't know how to get help, and, and I can't afford it, and I don't have insurance, and my insurance isn't very good. Well, there are free faith-based services out there, and so we're trying to bring that information out into the community. The other thing we do is we preach the Word of God. 
uh, last week. That's what we did. I preached a very similar sermon to the one I preached the Sunday before at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, because again, uh, our Christian walk is so similar to, you know, look at the story of the prodigal son. I mean, he, he went out and prodigal means extravagant. In other words, he went out with a wild, crazy lifestyle. I'm sure there was intoxicants involved. And then finally he came to himself or to his senses, as the Bible says, and and he went back home and he told his father that he wasn't worthy. Uh, he sinned against God and against his father, but his father was just like our wonderful, redeeming, uh, forgiving God was standing there with a with open arms, ran to his son, uh, put on a ring, put on a rope, put on shoes, and and told him to kill the fatted calf. We're going to have a feast for my son was dead and he's now back alive. God wants to restore us no matter what we've gone through. And some of us happen to have gone through alcohol or drug or or gambling or pornography addiction. And and God doesn't want you just to go through AA and and get sober technically, but where you're white knuckling it and you're not you're uncomfortable all the time. No, God wants to deliver you. Jesus Christ wants to, Jesus Christ's signature ministry is deliverance, and he wants to deliver you from whatever it is. And, you know, I was in a meeting the other day, and, and somebody was talking about how we're all addicted to something. I mean, it might be TV, it might be coffee, it might be shopping, it might be watching TV late at night, it might be, I don't, I don't know what it is, or it could be drugs and alcohol, something more serious that's uh, that's really plunging your life into chaos or somebody that you love or know into chaos. So, you know, this and, and that in that same meeting, and this was a meeting of the spiritual committee of the of the open door mission. And we'll talk a little bit about the mission as we go through here, because it's just such a wonderful program that I'm honored to be associated with. Um, this man was saying he's somebody that's been in church all his life. I think he's a deacon in his church, some position of leadership. He's never had an addiction, a traditional addiction in his life. And he finally had an opportunity to study the 12 steps. And he said, you know, everyone would benefit from going through these 12 steps. And you know why everyone would go through people, Christians, many Christians glaze over when they hear those words, 12 steps, because the 12 steps follow biblical principles about how do you live your life. And people don't understand that. And a lot of people are turned off by the, by the vocabulary that is used in the 12 steps, because it's true. The 12 steps has been tried to try to appeal to all people of all faiths. And as Christians, sometimes that doesn't go over very well with us. Um, but the truth of the matter is these 12 steps can be modified, as we've done in our Break Every Chain uh, ministry, to incorporate Jesus Christ. And I'm going to go through the 12 steps today. And whether you're in recovery or not, whether or not you think you need recovery, I, I urge you to stay tuned and to listen, because these principles that are espoused in the 12 steps are from the Bible. And because they're from the Bible, they can help you no matter where you are in life. I mean, they can help you immensely. So uh, one little plug for the Open Door Mission. It's a faith-based community uh, that, that there's really three main aspects of the program, spiritual, educational, and recovery work. And it takes in addicted and or homeless men, and uh, it, it really restores lives. It provides medical, dental, legal benefits. It, and get them a GED if they don't have them, teaches them to use a computer, teaches them to create a resume, uh, teaches them job interview skills. Uh, if they go through the whole seven- to nine-month program, they come out and they get a job, and, and we've got men that were li- some of whom were living under bridges or were having family problems. Uh, you know, they're men of all, from all socioeconomic backgrounds uh, who are now free because that's what Jesus Christ, whom the Son sets free, is free indeed. I love that scripture. 
donate 36 and and uh now they're taxpaying productive citizens now even if you don't know anybody which i can't imagine in this day and time that you don't know anybody that's got an addiction problem that's to our benefit that's to society's benefits that's jesus came to seek and save the lost that's our charge we're to imitate christ so it's in your interest to 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 help people that are that are struggling you know, we're to make disciples of all nations and we're to, to seek out those that are that need her. So anyway, let's go through these 12 steps and talk about how they can help everybody's life. Hey, first of all, we have one, one more thing about that uh, uh, addiction. You, you may not think uh, this applies to you. Did you know that for people under the age 45, that more people have since the COVID epidemic started, this is just under age 45. More people have died of fentanyl overdoses than from COVID. That's one drug. This is a really serious problem, folks. Alcohol is responsible for millions of deaths every year. Sometimes it's a more slow death, but sometimes it's an auto accident, or it's a suicide, or it's a violent event. I read somewhere where it's something like over 70% of all felonies are are committed while somebody's either on alcohol or drugs, primarily alcohol, because alcohol... Uh, is legal, easy to get, and it. In some, in some people, it creates violent urges. In any event, uh, th- this affects all of our society. We've had a pandemic regarding addiction for millennia. <laughs> you know, COVID's. I'm not mean to to minimize it uh, or anybody's suffering, but we've had a, a a pandemic with addiction forever, and it's a problem that we all need to address. And it's something you know we're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And I'm. So grateful to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for for freeing me from my addictions. And that's why I'm here on this radio program to tell people that you don't have to live the way you're living, that that there's an answer to this, and his name is Jesus Christ. But over at the Open Door Mission, and I believe in this too, uh, they use everything. They use something called smart recovery, which affects cognitive thinking. They use the 12 steps. Uh, We're going to incorporate Break Every Chain at at the Open Door Mission here soon. Um, you know, you got to use every tool in the toolbox. And of course, their number one principle is that Jesus saves. So they want to introduce people, men to Christ in a way perhaps they've never done before. So let's look at these 12 steps. Okay. The traditional 12 step is we admitted that we were powerless over alcohol, cocaine, whatever it is. We admitted that we were powerless over alcohol and that our lives had become unmanageable. And I tell you what, there's no truer statement. Addiction is chaos. Um, now, we have rewritten that um, through the our Break Every Chain program, and, and I give a lot of credit to this also to Pastor Boyd Harrell of Cool Ministries, who I took something that he had done, developed, and, and modified it a little bit, but a lot of it's just Boyd's work, Pastor Boyd's work. He's a wonderful man. Um, we admit that without Christ as our Savior, we are powerless over our addictive or codependent behavior and that our life has become unmanageable. Now, see, this is scriptural. I mean, Paul writes in Romans, don't you realize that you become a slave to whatever you choose to obey? When you obey addiction, and addiction is powerful. The enemy has you. I mean, you just you just think you have to have whatever it is. You've got to have that drink at the end of the day, and you fool yourself that you're a functioning alcoholic. You've got to have that, um, take it to an extreme, crack cocaine rock. I mean, that becomes people just normal people who get sucked into addiction either genetically circumstances normally a combination of both they lose themselves and and that becomes the most important thing so 
Now, Paul writes in Romans seven eighteen, I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. For I have, I have a desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. He also says, I do what I don't. I'm going to paraphrase here. I don't understand what I do because I do what I don't want to do, and I don't want do what I do want to do. And that's how many people feel that are in addiction. So until we get that step one, that first step, and whatever it is in your life, it may not be a, a chemical, maybe something else until we admit that we're powerless, that we need help, we'll never get anywhere. So there's also something uh, that I use in my uh, ministry called Redeeming the 12 Steps Through the Gospel. And there they say, apart from Christ, we are powerless to overcome sin and our attempts to control it only increase our chaos. So then step two is that the traditional step two is came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Okay, that's where a lot of Christians will say, I'm out. What do you mean a power greater than ourselves? There's only one power greater than ourselves. That's God through Jesus Christ. So we've rewritten it to say we come to believe that God through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit, don't forget the Holy Spirit who guides us, encourages us. Jesus said, I won't leave you as orphans. Hallelujah. We came to believe that God through Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Spirit can and will deliver us from the bondage of addiction and every plan, power, and work of the enemy. You know, we have an enemy, folks. And he's really ramped up his efforts right now. I think he thinks the time is near for his end. We know how this story ends, and he loses. And, man, it is coming at us from every single direction. Uh, We're glorifying partying and addiction and craziness and and sinfulness, and, and it's everywhere. So that's step two. We came to believe that through Jesus Christ, people have to have hope. They, have, they believe that they can't live without the substance, whatever it is, or whatever they're addicted to. Sometimes it's not even a substance. Sometimes it's things like hoarding. I mean, addiction is rampant in our society. There's only one that can really, truly set us free and give us the peace that surpasses all understanding and truly restore us. So step three is, and I hope you're listening, I hope you're not turned off by these 12 steps because they're powerful. Step three, traditional, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood God. And that part gets Christians, too. They don't like that part. That's, uh, uh, what do you mean, as we understand God's God? So uh, we've got a Bible. We've got a book that's, uh, that we're supposed to read and, and will empower our lives if we do, and it'll tell us who our God is. But in any event, step three, as we have rewritten it, Uh, the Christian 12 steps, we make a decision to invite Jesus Christ into our lives and crown him the Lord of all with no reservations. We accept God's forgiveness in the person of Jesus Christ and become born again. Hallelujah. What a wonderful day when I became born again. Uh, Just the best day of my life. I mean, without any, any question about it, when I truly accepted him. So those first three steps, we've got to admit, commit, and submit is one quick way to say it. Admit we got a problem. We've got to commit to, to, to doing something about it and submit to Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. And then everything changes. Romans nine ten nine through 10, for if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you're made right with God and it is by confessing with your mouth that you are saved. So, we we've got to we've got to understand that we have a problem. We've got to understand that there's a power 
His name is Jesus Christ. He is a vaccine against addiction that can do something about this or whatever problem we have, whatever we're trying to overcome. And then we've got to give our lives. We've got to surrender our lives to him. Is that biblical? Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. Another way to put it is from the the 12, there are 12 principles that go with these steps. Honesty. Is that a Christian principle? You better believe it. Honesty. We've got a problem. Hope. There's somebody that can fix it. His name is Jesus. And faith. We've got to have faith then in Jesus Christ. That's God's currency, by the way, is faith. Um, that's that's the thing that is the most valuable to God is our, uh, besides our love is is our faith in him and accepting Jesus Christ as his son and as our Lord and Savior. Again, how could these be anything more than Christian principles? As I'm sitting here talking about it. I'm not going to be able to probably get through all 12, but let's let's kind of hurry up a little bit. By the way, I want to invite everybody to New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. It's not just a recovery church. It's a biblical, spirit-filled church. I'll be preaching out of the Book of Acts this Sunday. My assistant pastor, Pastor Rick, did a great job last week preaching out of Acts, and we're going to continue it because we believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. That's where the church began in, in Acts we had a wonderful service last week, and I'm praying to God we have another one. Holy Spirit is with us this Sunday. We worship at Sunday nights in the Heights, uh, 6 p.m. We really have a good time. Uh, we'd love to meet you. I know in this time, I think people are kind of getting over this COVID thing but, but uh, and reservation about doing things. But it's been kind of hard to go to new places. But listen, you'll be encouraged. You'll be welcome. You'll be loved. And I'd, I'd love to meet you this Sunday at 6 p.m. at 240 West 18th Street, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. I'll be preaching out of the book of Acts. So I'd love to meet you. It'll be a, a a wonderful Sunday night. It's a great way, by the way, to reset yourself for the week. Uh, you may uh, either miss church Sunday or maybe you've already gone to church Sunday morning, but you want to spend a little bit more time with the Lord right before you're going to start the next week and deal with these trials and tribulations we're talking about. You go spend time in the house of the Lord and, and with fellow believers and we get you know excited and energized and and it's just a great way to end the weekend. 6 p.m., Sunday nights in the Heights, 240 West 18th Street. Love to meet you, whether you're in recovery or not in recovery. All are welcome. Uh, we need mature Christians to disciple those that are, that are new. You know, that's our job is to go out, and particularly uh, in the, in these you know chaotic times, is to go out and, and bring people into the Ark of Salvation. And that's what God wants to. So come help us. Come put, be part of the team. We're a new church. We're small. Uh, but uh, we we believe that the Holy Spirit is operating through us in a powerful way. That's certainly our goal. All right, step four. All right. Made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. I think, again, that's that's uh, that's biblical. Let's go Old Testament, Lamentations 340. Let us examine our ways and test them, and let us return to the Lord. Amen. Okay, so traditional made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. So the way we've written it is very close. We've made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves and asked the Lord to show us what needs to be confessed, repented of, and forsaken in Jesus' name. We all have to do that. We all uh, make mistakes. We, we we you know get convicted over those mistakes once we turn our lives over to Christ. The corresponding principle with that is courage. Courage. So what could be more biblical than making a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves and returning back to the Lord. Um, you know, that's a theme of the Old Testament is the children of Israel 
um, forgetting who they are and what they're supposed to stand for and, and having problems and then returning to the Lord. And everything good starts beginning to happen when you return to the Lord. You know, it's not that you don't have any problems anymore in your life, because you do, but it's that you know you're equipped to deal with them. You've got the Holy Spirit with you to guide you, encourage you, and, and to help you. And you know that Jesus says you're in the palm of his hand, and everything's going to be okay. All right, step five. Admitted to God, I'm, oh my goodness, I'm on step five, and I've only got five minutes left. We'll have to continue this another time. Let's see if we can get through the sixth step. Admitted to God, to ourselves, and another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Okay, well, if uh, you want to be James 5.16, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. That doesn't just apply to recovery, folks. That applies to any kind of sin whatsoever. It might be pride. It might be greed. It might be whatever. It might be that you didn't tell the truth to somebody about something really important or just didn't tell the truth. But anyway, therefore confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. It's one wonderful thing about the fellowships that we have at Break Every Chain on Friday nights at 901 Wilson Road and in our church, an opportunity to pray with a brother and, and to to be real and to lift each other up, again, it's completely biblical. These 12 steps are completely bi- biblical. Step six, traditional, we're entirely ready to have God remove all of these defects of character. You know, John, the the uh, Jesus asked the paralyzed man in John chapter 5, he said, do you want to be healed? And if you're struggling out there, if you're in, caught in sin, whatever it is, whether it's chemical or some other kind of sin, I ask you, do you want to be healed? Because there is one that can heal you. There is one that can heal you. His name is Jesus Christ, and you need a relationship with him. And so the way we've rewritten step six is we commit ourselves to obedience to God, and when the Holy Spirit reveals an area of our life that needs to be changed, we quickly obey and surrender that area to Jesus Christ because he's the only one that can... What can wash away our sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What a wonderful song. But that's that's so true. Jesus Christ is the only one who can. Well, let's go ahead and do step seven. And I'm short-circuiting some of these. By the way, uh, courage was step four, the principle. Integrity was step five. And willingness was step six. You have to be willing. Willing. So step seven, because this one is so important. Step seven, humbly asked God to remove all our shortcomings, because we can't do it on our own. And that's one of the f- underlying fundamental principles of these 12 steps and of our Christian walk. And, you know, as iron sharpens iron, one person sharpens another. We need other Christians in our lives to help us to, to as we go through difficult times to help us. And that's what these 12 steps are about. That's what the 12-step community is about. And when you when you add Jesus into it, it supercharges it. It's supernatural supercharged recovery. That's what we get at, at our Break Every Chain program. By the way, in two weeks, I'm going to have uh, two of my brothers from Break Every Chain on that have incredible testimonies. I'm really excited to have Jamie and Jason on here and talk about their experiences and how their lives have changed since they've turned their lives over to Jesus Christ. Next week, I'll be out on a little mini vacation, and uh, we'll be replaying an interview with um, Angela, uh, the the uh, Kristen Gurney from Angela House, who's a pr- prison transition facility for women that get out of prison. Again, it's in all our interests that these people become productive, taxpaying citizens and get a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's why we have these people on. So step, step seven in our Christian rewrite is we humbly and boldly ask the Holy Spirit uh, 
to deliver us from any and all strongholds and defects of character and renew our minds to the truth of God's word. It's one of our foundation principles, scriptures, Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How do you renew your mind? You read it, the Bible. You pray to God. You spend time with him. Renewing our minds to the truth of God's word. So that's that's so powerful. We've got to be humble. Again, 12 principles, 12 steps, done correctly, applied correctly, resemble our faith walk. So the 12 steps, by the way, started with the Christian group. You know, we kind of it got watered down, but you know what? There's a ministry where it's not watered down, and that's it. Don't break every chain, 901 Wilson Road, Friday nights at 7. I want to invite you again to come out and worship with us at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street. We worship Sunday nights in the Heights at 6 p.m. Uh, it's We're a church plant. We're not big, but uh, the Holy Spirit has been powerful, moving powerfully. If you need a move of God in your life, come join us. Sunday nights, 240 West 18th Street, 6 p.m. You know, we love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. But more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.